Hey everybody, Shane Presley here, Rock Paper Podcast. Thank you for checking out another brand new episode. Today's features Earthworms. Earthworms return to talk about their brand new album, Garden in the Ruins, now available wherever you get your digital music at and uh, currently available for pre-order on vinyl. And those will be uh, coming really soon. So getting uh, get plugged in with them on your socials. And you can find the vinyl presale on Bandcamp. But you're going to hear all about it on today's episode. You're going to get a uh, sneak peek at the album. And I uh, hope you enjoy it. I do want to remind you, as always, Rock Paper Podcast is brought to you by Friendship Brewing Company in Wentzville, Missouri. Serving up all your craft beer needs. Over 25 rotating taps. All kinds of delicious food. Uh, you got your burgers and flatbread pizzas and salads and pretzels and nachos and all kinds of delicious things. And you can hear some great live music out there this week. Uh, starting off on Thursday, December 1st, you got your Singo Bingo. Um, the songs of the movies. You can come out and participate in that. On Friday, you've got Jeff Walchauser out there, December 2nd. And Denver Way Trent, Saturday night, December 3rd. Uh, you can find their full beer menu, concert calendar, and food menu at friendshipbrewingcompany.com. And uh, be sure to follow along with them on your Facebook and Instagram. And if you're into uh, all kinds of beers, you got to go check it out. They've got uh, a uh, pumpkin and yam beer for the for the holidays. They've got also a uh, one that tastes like pecan pie. You've got your uh, standards uh, IPAs and your sours and your, uh, or you can just get uh, your local uh, Andrew's Ale, um, named after uh, uh, Winsville native Andrew. And uh, so come on out and uh, support and grab some beverages, some food, and listen to some great live music at Friendship Brewing Company in Wentzville, Missouri, and coming soon to Hannibal, Missouri in uh, 2023. So uh, get plugged in with them on the website for more details about that uh, when the uh, opening soon, but uh, keep an eye out. All right, that is it for me, everybody. If you need me, you can always find me at rockpaperpodcast.com. Hit me up on the socials. Email me at rockpaperpodcast at gmail.com and i uh, would love to hear from you with that out of the way sit back relax and enjoy a brand new episode with earthworms um a podcast is kind of like a it's like a radio show that's not on the radio it's on it's on the internet does that make sense uh-huh yeah <laughs> that's also like my mom uh, it makes it sound more confusing doesn't it uh it sounds like this What's up, y'all? It's Earthworms, and you are listening to Rock Paper Podcast. Rock Paper Podcast. Scissors beat paper, paper covers rock. Rock beat scissors, Shane covers nonstop, never know what. New kind of guests that he's got coming at you. Live and direct on the spot, could be rock, folk, country, or hip-hop, jazz. All kind of folks that he has. Could be an artist or a comedian to make you laugh on the Rock Paper Podcast. Double decker fudge round, rolling round town. Shane coming at you live and direct from ground zero. He's your hero, he's your bestie. Rock paper podcast with Shane Presley. 
Paper Podcast. Hey, everybody. Shane Presley here, Rock Paper Podcast, coming to you from St. Louis, Missouri, hanging out with returning guest, Earthworms. What up, what up? Welcome back to the show, guys. Uh, thanks for having us. This uh, this is cool. We uh, we haven't done this in a couple of years now. Yeah, so Three got, and a half, to be yeah, exact. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> got a lot to catch up on. But uh, I guess before we get on too far, you guys want to introduce yourselves again for those listening? Uh, yeah, I am Matthias, and uh, this is Black Patrick. Yeah, of the Earthworms. And we are missing, happy to be here. Yeah, absolutely. I'm I'm happy to be here too. We're missing uh, DJ Moff. Uh, yeah, Moff is uh, during. Well, as we record this, he's uh, he's setting it off at the new soccer stadium. Yeah, uh, which is downtown. Yeah, crazy. So cool. Yeah, he'd, he'd be doing that. You know. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah. kind of thing. The blues. You know. He was their official DJ for what, like three, three years running? Yeah. Like yeah. Yeah. I just think that's neat that like, uh, you know, being there day one at the, at the stadium, like and all the stuff like, um, and I saw Steve Ewing's down there. You got the new Steve's hot dogs, uh, location in there. That's right. Steve's so, killing it. Yeah. Yeah. So, and you guys go way back with him too. And Oh God. I've known Steve since yeah. I was a teenager. Yeah. yeah. So. Looking forward to see some professional soccer teams you know that would be cool too yeah um, i know my my son will be into it you know he's he wants to play co- uh, college soccer he's he's gonna be in high school next year so I'm, I'm the assistant coach of his little soccer team you know it's kind of fun we do nice. <laughs> plays like year round he's pretty into it so yeah, yeah he's kind of he's kind of pumped about the the new st louis soccer team it's it's gonna be an mls team yeah. right yeah the stadium looks beautiful. I haven't seen it in person yet, just the pictures, but yeah. it's beautiful. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's going to, it's, the food is what's caught my attention. There's definitely going to be uh, some serious uh, food going on down there. So, For sure. Yeah. I'm well, excited to check it out. St. Louis, hopefully there's some barbecue down yeah. there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, but no, yeah, it's uh, it's cool that Moff's getting an opportunity to showcase down there and getting to uh, do his thing. So, um, but uh, what you just, uh, would you hop on a flight this this morning with us? This morning, woke yeah. up in Hollywood, and uh, <laughs> which is where I live yeah. these days. And, and, and you flew and, in uh, just for the show, right? Just for the, yeah, just for flew podcast. in for the show and, and for, for the podcast. <laughs> yeah, flew in, got here in the nick of time. <laughs> Damn, We've been on the ground for about an hour and a half, maybe tops. And uh, yeah, beautiful sunshine uh, day here in Sweden. yeah, beautiful thirty degree <laughs> cloudy ass just like Hollywood. Yeah, yeah. totally, exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah, man. Well, I uh, I just I think it's cool. Uh, you've been out there uh, West Coast for a while now, right? Yeah, almost three years. Yeah, man. Yeah. So uh, I think it's cool that you're able to kind of manage uh, still, like be able to come home and rock a show and with us and everything else yeah man it's not as far as you think and uh technology is has advanced so much to where i mean we rehearse on facetime and you know that kind of thing we're always in contact and uh i've flown on this i was home a month ago to play a show now i'm back you know so it's pretty accessible as long as there's uh you know money to pay for plane tickets and things like that yeah that money thing yeah so we're uh, we're here uh because we have a brand new earthworms record which uh feels good to say because it's been a while it does it's been 12 years it's been a long time coming on this one yeah man so it's a solid album though i'm I'm really excited about it well last time we hung out you guys had just reunited yeah that was uh and that was for what uh intellect mc's memorial show right Mm -hmm. correct yeah uh 
Intellect MC uh, passed away in uh, 2018, and uh, we reunited to play that show. Ended up booking the Monocle a couple times. Uh, we had a lot of fun uh, playing together. It was obviously, you know, a sad occasion. Um, however, this particular, the first show back was a uh, it was a fundraiser for for his family, and um, put together by uh, you know his Midwest Avengers family and and uh a lot of ogs on the bill uh we were all booked separately uh to play like solo sets and we were like you know what like maybe we should do an earthworm set instead and so that's what we did and it was so much fun uh people in the crowd were like you know singing along to the lyrics like they hadn't heard us play these songs together in almost a decade and uh it was joyful yeah. and and we had a great time and and so we uh, we booked a few more shows, and uh, that's that's when uh, we ended up talking to you. And then, how like so in that time period? I mean, like, where does uh, the conversation start to? Hey, maybe we should put well, together put together a new record. And stuff. Yeah. So basically, uh, we had a couple of uh, we had a couple of beats that were left over that we hadn't used. Right. So we started, you know, like when we were rehearsing, we we also like started sitting down and doing some writing sessions to, to kind of add something new to the, to the set that we were having fun with, you know, um, it's, it's one thing to like go up there and play, uh, some of these, these classic, you know, earthworm songs that we've, we've got so much stage time on. We could probably do it blindfold with our hands behind our backs, you know, like, you know, with a gun at gunpoint and we'd be fine, you know? (laughs) Um, and uh so it's like but it's definitely more of a challenge when you're like um using new material and it's hard to kind of recreate like the stage so it's kind of like uh you know we we were trying to add something new for the for the the set you know and uh started off with with some beats that gorilla had made from a long time ago that we had never that had never fully formed into earthworm songs at the time that we kind of broke up um and uh and but then I don't know exactly how it happened, but Matthias got contacted by a friend of his, Douglas Kenny. Yeah, Doug Kenny. Doug Kenny. Doug Surreal. Doug Surreal. Um, and uh, he gave he he gave us like a three or four beats to kind of look at, and you know, as like an idea of maybe like he was trying to look for some you know some new new MCs for for some of his his music, and uh, and that's where we our first song was disinfectant and then disinfect it was called disinfectant because that was one of the lyrics that i that i used and, and basically it was like he gave he, he gave it to matthias along with the premise that it was supposed to be like a song about what would happen if the world ended and this is like december of like 2019 or it was eight yeah, i think december december of, of 2018 yeah because yeah. yeah, this shit had not happened yet like and you know we we kind of like made up this sort of like kind of like apocalyptic wasteland. We had this idea in our head of what we were trying to like write into. And then, and then he wrote his verse and I wrote my verse and it was like, you know, I was like, it was kind of like, um, it was, it's kind of a step out of my comfort zone. Cause I usually write like from, I don't like write fiction when I'm writing lyrics. Usually I'm writing like um, stuff that, it's actually happened to me or, or from my own personal perspective, um, maybe some exaggerated, but like, you know, I was kind of like, you know, it was almost like, um, 
describing like a movie or something like that in my head. Yeah. Yeah. So it was, uh, yeah, he's, he sent us the beat. So a little backstory is I had worked with Doug surreal, Doug surreal. He lives in Portland, Oregon. He's been on the West coast now for a better part of 20 years, I think. And he, um, he, but he, he did some time in St. Louis, uh, back in the day. And, um, he had a DJ crew called litter thugs. And so I knew him from that. And, um, I'd done a song with him in 2002, uh, it was him, Cat uh, Davis, Jai Davis, and uh, Wafik, who is now known as Damon. And uh, that was the first day that I ever met Damon. And um, we recorded a song together. And then I went to New York for half a year, like the next day. <laughs> and um, the song never came out. And until a few years ago, we put it on a uh, far-fetched prologue compilation. It was the first time I'd ever saw the light of day, which is wild because it's a banger. Um, it's called One <laughs> yeah, Man's bet. Trash. It sounds dope. <laughs> it's, it's dope. But like Doug produced it. And uh, so I had reached out to Doug. I found him on the internet. We hadn't talked in 20 years. I found him on the internet. And I was like, hey, do you have, you still have the files for that beat by chance? You know what I mean? And lo and behold, he did. And uh, he sent him along and all that. And so we, we just started exchanging messages. And uh, I was like, oh, you know, like, uh, he's like, hey, man, we should, we should work together again. And so he sends me the beat for Disinfectant. I'm like, hey, you know what? Um, like, Earthworms, we, we just started kind of playing again. And we've been talking about making some new songs. We've been doing a little writing. And, um, you know, nothing had been finished or really come of it, you know. And, and I was like what if I get my boy Carrie, you know, Black Patrick on, on this song? He's like, yeah, fuck yeah, go for it. And so uh, we ended up writing the song. It was the first song that we wrote and recorded uh, in a decade. And um, it is really prophetic because it's, you know, you listen to it, you'd think it's about what has happened over the past right. three years, right. you know, and it, we wrote it before any of that. Uh, it's called disinfectant. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like that's a word in everybody's vocabulary now. Sure. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it was, it was weird. I was like imagining like weird. like you know like a kind of like a zombie survival apocalypse sort of scenario where like I was trying to survive and going going and scavenging for shit or something like that and like. The idea that toilet thing, paper things that were things <laughs> the idea that things that are necessities became would become commodities right. was sort of built into the the perspective of my verse and that was that was a like it's one of those eerie prophetic moments like where you you're writing what you write becomes reality or you yeah. know or or like I was saying earlier the meaning of what you write with what, what intending for the meaning to be open ends up evolving you know yeah. on its own you know it ends up just without you occurring. having doing having to anything to do with it directly you yeah. know and it's kind of interesting super wild man yeah it's uh Better get sailing out of Rivendell Put the oars in the water and give it hell Drinking insane amount of Zinfandel Science won, religion fell The whole world know what's coming Skies on fire and the sun's blooded Never knew revenue was nothing It's impending doom and now you love something? Whatever man, battle with your better hand Battle with your other, I'ma navigate to Neverland Gonna blow with the wind like a metal dad We can build a better boat, remember that We can live where empathy reigns Gently stepping on friendly terrain Celebrate strange, hella great brains You won't see your enemies again Game. When you're watching the world explode, do you like the way it glows? 
It's not the first time that's ever happened. Like I, I wrote myself into corners lyrically sometimes. Like, like I, I mentioned, you know, having kids in direct, indirectly, like multiple times throughout like the first and second album, and then that happened to me. I was like, <laughs> oh, I kind of did that to myself. You know, it's hard to pinpoint the exact quote quote or something like that. I, mean, I could, I could yeah. probably dig it up, but it's not like it's it's funny the way that happens though basically. Yeah. Man. Yeah. And honestly and and just to to tie up the subject here, um, I mean the idea of disinfectant was that, you know, okay, what if the world ends and you can build it back up again on your terms. Yeah, that was part and, of it. And um and so that's also where the that idea is the premise of the entire album. And um, the name of the album, Garden in the Ruins, uh, comes from that idea, too. Nice, man. Yeah. Yeah. So you guys are, uh, what, going to have an Earthworms, uh, like, Powerball winner song coming out or something, too? You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. we should. <laughs> yeah. We should, we should do that. Yeah. 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 Keep, keep writing uh, stuff until it comes true, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. They, they Maybe might, we're on to something. Might get the correct Powerball if you... If you <laughs> decode the, the messages within can, the lyrics. Can you, can you imagine that? Like that with a 1.3 billion or whatever? Yeah, a guy in uh, Altadena, which is about 20 minutes from where I live uh, in LA, uh, want, he was the only Powerball winner. And then the 83-year-old man who sold it to him, the person who sells it always gets a percentage. Yeah. That dude got a check for a million dollars. Yeah. <laughs> It's nuts, man. Yeah. Very nice. That's your whole life's different now. Yeah. I don't know. I (laughs) can't even imagine. I don't know what I would do with him. I can, I can imagine a million ways. Well, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That I could spend that money. All right. Uh, Most of it involves travel. Yeah, sure. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, that kind of, you can probably buy your own island there, right? Yeah. Really, I just want to travel a lot and buy a brand new uh, Ford Bronco. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, It was cool. Not complicated. Yeah. All right. (laughs) Uh, uh, So, uh, Garden in the Ruins uh, will hit all your streaming platforms on November 18th. That's right. Yep. And uh, but we do also have vinyl pre-sale going on right now. It's true. Uh, the vinyl has taken uh, now uh, what full ten months, maybe eleven months, ten months at least uh, to get pressed. 
um, which is something I can't even explain. Really. It's, it's some weird supply. It's some supply chain fuckery, but it, it's, it's also Silk Road or something. Well, yeah. And, you know, they quote like, I mean, you know, our record label is boutique, right? And so we're getting a very limited run of records pressed. And then somebody like Adele or whatever yeah. uh, comes in the fray with all of their financial backing and orders thousands of records to be sure. pressed. They're going to they're gonna push that up into the in the queue and orders like ours are going to get pushed back when right. there's only what three record plants in the united states right now really three or four something like that yeah not many uh so everybody's just backed up we were quoted eight or nine months and it's taking like a month or two longer yeah which is just super shitty come on but taylor swift i'm saying <laughs> taylor <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, it's uh it's, well, it's, it's supposedly there's been delays for like for you know larger labels and stuff like yeah. that too. So for sure, I promise you, they're not stuff. waiting a year though. Yeah, yeah. well, but, I was just uh, listening actually a, a bit ago. Uh, caught, um, Jack White on Rick Rubin's mm-hmm. podcast, yeah. Broken Third Record, Man, and he's talking about Third Man, and he was kind of talking about. Uh, like kind of going into some detail with Rick because uh, Rick's like I don't really know anything about like press plants and stuff you know I was like so he's kind of sh- shining a little light on what actually goes into making the records and it's like and it was it was pretty fascinating to hear him talking about it because like again I don't I don't know that world either I mean I, I listen but I don't really know how to what it goes into uh, actually uh, the the, pla- the recycled plastics and stuff to make the wax and all those things and you know so it was cool to hear kind of him shine a little light on that behind the scenes and stuff so well for sure uh third man is uh that's a, i mean he's thank god for jack white yeah. you know what i mean yeah. I'm, I'm glad he's doing what he's doing and uh he's got a fully functioning record plant and they're busy as hell these days i think we got a quote from them for for our record we ended up going through a different company but well they talked also like how like at the time like you know all the all this equipment like a lot of these factories have you know shut down and uh, like threw away their equipment and stuff. Well, yeah, and you, like, you know, and there's a weird nostalgia I feel yeah. for like the days when like in order to be a dope DJ, you had to bring fucking crates of yeah. records with you. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, and that's that's. I mean, it, it does. It's it's silly to be nostalgic for stuff like that. Yeah. You know, at the end of the day, it's like that's like yeah, you, you know, your phone with a cord on it that you hang up at the house. Like, and if you, if I'm not home, you're <laughs> shit out of luck. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like. <laughs> Beyond nostalgia, though, too, I mean, a whole lot of people have record players at their house. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, um, we have one, you know, and... and yeah, uh, no, it's... it's. I mean, at the end of the day, it's it, it's, a, it's a really beautiful piece of artwork. For sure. It's a beautiful yeah, piece it's a, of artwork. It's a collector's item. You know? And nothing sounds better. Yeah. Nothing sounds better. Vinyl sounds so delicious. Yeah. yeah. It's so warm. It's so good. I was excited to hear you guys are, are doing this, so uh, I got my copy pre-ordered, and uh, I'm, ex- Thank you. I'm excited also because you... Uh, uh, what uh, Jim uh, who yeah. did the artwork yeah. for you guys too? Um, yeah, he came through. Um, yeah, Moff's brother, yeah. Uh, Jim Mafood, um, and Jose Garibaldi. Uh, that's the team who did it. Yeah, I mean, let me just say on the record, it's an honor to be you know involved in that dude's stuff. You know, he's some, he amazing artist. And they you know. those two did they did the the first three records. Right? They did. And yeah. I love comic yeah. books. Yeah, know. same tandem. Yeah, and they did, and this is like twelve years later. They they bust out another one right. together. Uh, we criminally underpaid them to do so, and 
uh, they gave us their best work yet yeah, as far as we're concerned. You know, as far as our the artwork they've done for us has all been great. And it's all this cool is, so This yeah. is the best yet. It's wild. Yeah, man. So uh, we're going to get that on uh, the front of the, the vinyl there. And that's going to look cool for sure. Sitting uh, displayed anywhere around your house. And Oh, man. It's uh, going to pop off those shelves of record stores yeah. too. Yeah. yeah. So, the whole sleeve is dope too. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. the inside, there's like some characters and so if you want a copy, uh, check out uh, the Bandcamp site yeah. to pre-order there. You can check out the Bandcamp site. Uh, you can get there in a multitude of ways. Uh, the Earthworms page on breakfastmusicgroup.com uh, has a link there. And uh, then it's just, uh, what is it, breakfast at Bandcamp? I should know this. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Sam. Yeah, yeah. I'll link it all up on my site. Worst, worst case, if you can't figure it out, <laughs> I'll, I'll have a link for you too. So Perfect. Um, but uh, yeah, do that. And uh but uh, if, if you want to, like I said, the streamers, are those are all music available everywhere, wherever you're getting your music at. But uh, So add it to your favorite playlist and things. But uh, we wanted to talk also about a song, uh, Cool Runnings, uh, which uh, is the uh, current single. And uh, you guys also did a music video for this one. We did. Uh, and features uh, Damon that we mentioned earlier. So That's right. So um, props to the editor. Let me just say that on the, the video. Oh, yeah. Travis Weir, Travis. Uh, he he edited it all together, which is kind of amazing considering the uh, footage that we gave him. It was all shot on iPhones. Yeah. And uh, which we did that on purpose. We wanted like we, we wanted it to be like rough and ready. And um, but he managed to to sync it all up and link it all up really oh, well. Oh, he it's, performed it's, miracles. <laughs> it's, it's beyond what I was expecting yeah, for like sure. Like literal miracles. Oh, like, Travis is a pro, and like, it's actually pretty watchable. It's funny. You know, it's, it's super it's, watchable, it's, it's man. Cool, yeah. You know, he Travis does like some big budget Hollywood shit. Like he's a professional editor out in LA, and he uh, he you know is he's in cahoots with our our label. He's he's one of our guys, and. Um, he uh man he hooked it up we told i told him the idea i'm like yo we want to we're gonna film this video on iphones uh do you think you can uh take the footage and make it pretty and he was like yeah yeah give me the footage and man we gave him we have like sideways um (laughs) you know some of the footage was like you know sideways and some of it was up and down you know what i mean we didn't like regulate that and we probably should have but we gave him all sorts of shit there was a lot of it that um had sound on it so he could like easily sync it up and then a lot of it like one of the phones probably mine i don't know that would be typical but it didn't it didn't have sound on it yeah you know so he had to like sync it up visually (laughs) there was no like sound cues for him to use you know so uh he performed miracles on it Mm. but yeah the song itself is funky um the the synth line and the and the you know the four on the floor drums uh just makes it go. It's it's probably on the record. There are two songs on the new record that are reflective of our past, like yeah, stuff to, we would have to done. Me, to me, Cool Runnings is like a, um, it's like a getting back into what we were doing. Yeah, yeah. Sort of, you know, it's like a. Re- it feels like Earthworms. Yeah, it's like yeah. a rehashing. Yeah. Uh, we, you, you know, we have like a silly, slightly evolving like complicated hook on it you know rainbows and chicken wings whitewash <laughs> wall stained with the nicotine um yeah. and then and you know and then like uh and it's got damon in it um starting it off like leonardo you know who's also my favorite ninja turtle so yeah. he, you know like he
check it out, yeah, uh-huh, earthworms, they they, yeah, Leonardo of the underground, cutting down any fucker come for my brothers, it's just another clown with your face painted like contour, your wrong wall, forged in the fires of Mount Zion, the God Force, they may draw hordes of victims, give them an encore, all for my niggas, I've been delivering dog for a hardcore killer, I did it not cause I'm into it, committing mass murder and serving all with the penmanship, all for the game, I talk it but they can back it up, carrying the world on my shoulders, the weight is adding up, even Atlas Shrugged, and daily I'm fighting Draculas, whack ass rappers and Navages, man I had enough, I'm finna snap a camera, can't capture a savage, the same master, I'm damaging brain faster than having cocaine after you battle the same bastard, who won it, don't do it, I'm smoother than cool runnings, it ain't all just rainbows and chicken wings, white watch while staying with the nicotine, ain't counting big bag rolls and limousines, perfect game, throwing everything but the kitchen sink, it ain't all just egg rolls and sticky things, everybody roll a lot, but it's a bittersweet, splinter cells barking up your Twitter feed, hanging out like space balls on the missing link, what it, what it, what it, But I relax, keep my mind open and focused upon the track that I follow. Much as he bit off, he gotta swallow. Pop the lid off the top of the bottle, hollow it out. Drop a jewel, fuel for inverting a shadow of doubt. Filling the groove, the lucid dream. Dragging his out of his den. Black Patty wagging his tail at it again. Habit of hopping into the pocket and ripping the hem. Slipping a gem or two, kicking a center two. Centipede a dip under your tennis suit. Revenue for the decadence, beckoning to the penitent man. I carry on in the pursuit of an intelligent plan. Cause I'm a medicine man. Hacking it through the jungle with a machete in my hand. Ready to take a stand. Hand it through the shovel if the levee's undermanned. If you ran through all the trouble, you can handle, y'all can scram. Just rainbows and chicken wings White watch while staying with the nicotine Ain't counting big bag rolls and limousines Perfect game throwing everything but the kitchen sink It ain't all just kangos and skinny jeans Melancholy borderline but it's a bittersweet Splinter cells barking up your Twitter feed Hanging out like space balls on the missing link Like Frodo in the one ring We schizophrenic and we don't know what we wanting First and third and the cleanup hitters grunting Thirst is served and the meter keeps running How can a fella help it? She's stunning Booty that'll make you lose your cunning But Rudy gon' fail if there isn't any hunting The ship gon' sail if the it is just fronting Run and tell them worms are coming The old girl is humming We turned it up cause the whole world is mumbling We earn your trust with the slow burn is bubbling We turn rust into gold, we cool runnings It ain't all just rainbows and chicken wings Whitewash while staying with the nicotine Ain't counting big bag rolls and limousines Perfect game throwing everything but the kitchen sink It ain't all just tangos and triple teams Melancholy borderline but it's a bittersweet Splinter cells barking up your Twitter feed Hanging out like space balls on the missing link Yeah. So, and the story with that is we, we knew we wanted to get, you know, a guest vocal on it and, and, um, you know, Damon and myself and, uh, our cohorts had started breakfast music group during 2020, uh, when everything was locked down. And, um, 
so I was like, well, it makes sense. I mean, Damon's busy, you know, he's, he's at it. He's active. And also he's like one of my favorite rappers. So. His verse is so good. It's so good. Yeah. And we were in the studio, we were at a uh, fat Buddha downtown St. Louis at the time, uh, recording our parts for this song. And while we were there, uh, I'd sent Damon was in the studio. He was like, Hey, send me that beat. And I sent it to him. He wrote his verse and recorded his verse, sent it back within an hour. Nice. And so we were able to like insert his yeah. verse into the song in real time as we were actually working on it in the studio. And uh, <laughs> lickety split. Nice. He was, uh, yeah. he really came through and it's a hot one. It, yeah. was, it was a Doug's real beat and we were kind of writing it to, uh, to one of those old gorilla beats at first. Oh, we were. Yeah, you're yeah, right. You're right. Actually, no. Uh, it was a beat that me and Capo made. Right, yeah. right, yeah. Me and Capo, we made a collection of beats, a bunch of them. And uh, none of them have ever seen the light of day, I don't think. And some of them should because they're pretty good. But this particular one was okay. And I think Capo would agree with me. Yeah. It was okay. But we we had written our verses for that. And uh, maybe even the hook, I'm not sure. Yeah, we had the hook too. And, okay. Yeah. And, and then we uh, then we started working with Doug, who Doug Surreal, by the way, the, the new album is in tandem with him. Like it's a co-headline. Yeah. Co-build. Doug Surreal does all the production. That was part um, of the story with the um, with Disinfectant is that like, so we, he gave us kind of a synopsis of what he was thinking, at least through Matthias. That's, that's my understanding of it. Mm -hmm. And then I, you know, we both... Matthias and I both executed that kind of that concept sufficiently, but he was really into it, you know, like, and he was like, oh man, they like listened to what I was saying and they totally captured it. And that was sort of the nexus of the album in a sense, you know, I was, I was like, he, he was, he was extremely like happy with the way that turned out. And we were like, yeah, let's, that's tight. Let's take this momentum and this like collaborative uh, vibe and let's kind of keep, keep, working on it you know and so then it was like okay here i've got these these couple more beats like mm -hmm. it was which like one, one at those? a time two and where it's like yeah this one and this one mm -hmm. and then we come back and like this one's dope too this would work with this and then like i started kind of going through my my lyrics that i had been kind of sitting on like wanting to you know i've been wanting to work on a solo album but i've been too busy being a dad and it's hard to like stay motivated and ambitious without the crew you know the, without earthworms is like my my position was more or less like, you know, the stupid artist, you know, flake, you know, that shows up when he's supposed to and gets his, you know, <laughs> lyrics done. Um, it's, it's always been kind of a hard, for, hard for me to do this on my own. You know, I like being a teammate. I like, I like bringing whatever we're working on up, you know, and making it better, you know, like, and yeah, everybody, know. everybody plays the part. Yeah. For sure, yeah. You know? Like it's, that. so yeah, that's, it basically uh that's that's sort of how it all went down with with disinfectant i don't know how i segued out of what we were talking about either <laughs> yeah. so i didn't mean it well no it's all good real. yeah no that's you're absolutely right and uh so cool runnings uh that beat was one of the first like two or three he sent right and um and so we decided to take the lyrics we'd written for the the beat that um capo and i had made and transform over to this new beat because keep was, the momentum going it's like yeah let's keep it we going. started keep we, this. we were starting to have like regular writing sessions at this time yeah and it was kind of fun for sure he was coming over i was living in soulard yeah. um actually the the apartment you came to uh, yeah. when we did that last podcast and carrie was coming over weekly and we were having writing sessions and and really cranking out some good shit and um and it was all over doug's beats and you know initially we we're like okay it's gonna be a three song ep yeah okay maybe it's gonna be a five song ep 
okay, there's another song that we like. And then it turns into a and 13 Mathias, song full length When album. Matthias gets into a groove, he will, he will like pump out lyrics really quickly. Oh, yeah. And they're, they're usually really good too. It's like, how the fuck did you come up with that in such a short <laughs> amount of time? And then I'll be like, all right, well, well, at least I've got this like bank of like bits and pieces and four bars and eight bars that I haven't used yet. And a couple of verses that I could kind of stretch or add to, or some things that I've been working on that I hadn't necessarily. And then I basically started taking, taking my concept of a solo album and kind of marrying it to this, this, you know, thing. And that was one of the things that I, that I was explaining to Doug, you know, like when he first kind of got to that point where he like, I guess he, 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 because in in this group we compromise with each other, you know, and like we we don't always see this see eye to eye about something or what we don't always agree upon everything directly. But at the same time, it's like you know sometimes I'm right and sometimes Matthias is right, and we'll discuss it and decide which way to go and don't look back, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you know what? And then for this project, like Doug Surreal, he's the great equalizer. You know, he yeah. he. Uh, you know, we'll bounce something off him and he'll, he'll give us his like unfiltered thoughts. And, and, uh, like just recently we had, uh, we were having a conversation about, uh, a mix. There was a mix that, uh, for, I think the new song, the newest one, uh, snakes and ladders. Uh, we just recorded that like two months ago and it's on the record and, uh, it's got Zach Bishop on it and, uh, it, it got a mix and I loved it. I loved the mix. I, I thought it was great. And, um, you know, I, I bounced it off of everybody else and Doug came back. He was super critical about it and he, he wanted to see some like pretty serious changes with it. And I mean, it's good that he did because it, it's checks and balances and, and, you know, we, we all were like, okay, you know what? Yes, let's let's go ahead and change it. You know, it's I think we respect each other enough to where, um, you know, somebody feels very strongly about something and everybody else is like, well, I mean, I like this, but like you feel really strongly about this particular thing. So let's go ahead and make these changes. Right. See what comes of it. And uh, and we did. Uh, Sam went back to the drawing board on the mix and the master and uh, it came out sounding like a million bucks. So. And that's uh, that's because Doug pushed for it, and so it's really been fruitful uh, working together. And we all, you know, Carrie Moff and I have like this lengthy, lengthy history working together. And Doug is like the newest uh, member of this the crew kind of equation. Yeah, and so, so that's sort of what I was getting at is that like, um, you know, he he really became a collaborative member, you know, and was like uh, on board for what we were doing. Mm-hmm. As opposed to just kind of supplying, supplying the the instrumental and then having a hands off approach, you know, he was like, he was actually mixing the album at some point and doing a, a really good job and kind of pushed us in the direction that we needed to go and things. Um, so yeah, it was just you know it's it's pretty cool. Like, and then like the range of the album it, musically, like or uh, ly- not not lyrically, but like the the beats. Um, it's, it's really cool that it's got that much range, but it still all kind of ties together. Like you can hear like that, that there's Doug's, a through Doug's, line. Yeah. That's sure. that Doug's yeah. real thread through that, that runs through the whole thing, even though like it's that wobbly ass synth. It right? goes from that, that weird synth <laughs> with like the wavering kind of bass kind of, and you know, the, the, the kind of tones all the way down to like literally like nineties boom bap tribe called quest style you know mm-hmm. it's like it's but all it all makes works. sense together yeah. for sure there's a sonic through line yeah there's sure. like a you know and there's some experimentation with like you know bpm and and scales and like um uh rhythm 
rhythm patterns and stuff like that. Like there's a, there's this really good song. My mom called it a dirge, <laughs> but, but I think she just like doesn't like to give me credit. Cause I um, played them dirges in that. Dude, it's such a good song when it comes down to it. It's, it's called I Narcissist and it's like about, it's basically about like being self-absorbed, you know? And like, it's, it's an interesting track, yeah. you know, for sure. And and like the beat on that, on that track is arguably one of the most interesting beats I've ever fucking heard. Like the way the upright bass like dives into, you know, this like weird drop style kind of hype, whatever it is. Uh, Almost trappy a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah, that shit. But it's, uh, yeah, man, it's it's really dope um, to work with him for sure. <laughs> and it's it's really, you know, we when we first when we started this, it was like a uh, okay, if we're gonna make a new record, I don't want to make a record that sounds like our other three records. You know, <clears throat> I want to do something new and current. Yeah, I'm, I think that was like the the first. I mean, obviously, it's the first thing you notice. Like, there's not the samples and stuff they're mm-hmm. from the like previous records and like, is it definitely a very different sound yeah and uh you know i mean obviously it's been 12 years like we said so it's sound of uh has evolved a lot over the years what's you know and stuff but i think this is like it's kind of cool you still got the earthworms flavor obviously with you guys as the mcs but like you're getting it kind of through more of a modern take on it uh and uh i don't know it was, sounds cool man no yeah. thanks man i appreciate that and that's yeah. exactly where we're going <laughs> yeah. I, I think like um what kind of going off what you're saying like i think there were some some crucial songs that like had sort of a simplistic repetitive sort of vibe to them that that em- emphasized that aspect of what we were doing in a different way whereas like this this new album has like these like little nooks and crannies and shifts and like and and changes in the in the music that kind of tend to emphasize the complexity you know and, and i think matthias and i both are more mature lyrically although we still you know fuck around and have fun <laughs> as much as we ever did but you know like there, there's um i feel like there's some depth and complexity to the album sure. that that is that reflect is reflective of like the the complexity of the the actual substrate of the music itself you know it's true and when he says crucial he's talking about dj crucial uh who produced a lot of our old stuff Mm -hmm. especially on the last two albums uh prior to this one and it was it's straight up boom bap man it's classic boom bap hip-hop like beautiful beautiful production and that's what we were all very, very into mm-hmm. uh, back in the day. Right. And, um, you know, even even in extent, you know, I extended that with Matthias and the Pirates after that. And my solo record, it was a lot of boom bap stuff on, on all of that. Not entirely, but that influence was there throughout. And um, I got to a point where uh, I just got plain sick of boom bap hip hop, man. <laughs> like, that's... I just got sick of it. Like not I, not me, but I totally yeah, understand yeah, and yeah, respect yeah. Well, the where so, you're coming from yeah. too. Right. And then you know, yeah. in, in in my opinion, we still have like a lot of we still have all those aspects, but it, there's a different kind of like as like of uh, emphasis yeah, in this album. There is for sure, and I yeah. I think I mean it's it sounds like the times. It, it's dark. It's yeah. bassy. It's angry. It's a little mean. Uh, it's also like explorative, uh, you know, uh, lyrically, sonically, um, we stretch out a lot, you know, it's really focused, uh, it's, and it, it sounds like today. Yeah. And, uh, and, you know, and we were a product of our time back then too, you know, 10, 15 years ago, we were making music that sounded like 
then. Right. You no, know? Yeah, there, there's snippets of uh, <laughs> probably fours and eight bars of things that I wrote in my early 20s mm-hmm. that, that made it into this album because I don't throw things away. Um, I just keep working on them like a puzzle, um, which is kind of satisfying. You know, it's like, it's really nice to, I don't know, man. I, one of the analogies I've had is it felt like there was too much stuff on my plow, <laughs> you know, the old stuff on my snow plow mm-hmm. to, that needed to get cleaned off in order for That's, me to keep going. There's a Tara Reed reference that I used to hear back in the day. Yeah. You, you finally put it on this record yeah, and I don't I've, think I've anybody's referenced so Tara Reed. Flows. <laughs> yeah. no, I, I, every time I hear that, I'm like, like yep, that's, that's like a, it's like a literally a, it's like a shout out time capsule yeah. to yeah. the mentality I had uh, 15 years ago yeah but you know it i'm not gonna change it to <laughs> get that, drunk like tara reed yeah, do something like, that's embarrassing know, do that you know? <laughs> <laughs> it's all good <laughs> tara, tara reed's probably like a grandmother now yeah <laughs> i was like no, you know uh, no offense to her she yeah. just was associated with getting drunk and doing something embarrassing yeah. in, when i was in my early 20s and well that, for sure that made it sure. into my you know yeah. my lyricism is there uh is there a particular line for either of you guys uh that you're like you know this really stoked about that you were like man that's uh i'm excited like that that's now. that's how i feel about a lot of it yeah, there's a lot of little yeah, nuggets in sure. there like i'm i'm probably yeah. my own worst critic yeah. and so if i can get something like the puzzle pieces that i'm trying yeah. to make out of words if i can get them to where they lay out and i'm satisfied with it i'm like all right that's probably good it's not bad. <laughs> you know, it's, it's at, at this point I've worked on it hard enough to where I know it's not bad anymore. I, it started off bad, <laughs> you know, that's how I think about it. Um, like there, you know, it's, it's a bitter cold world. Fathers need our son to face it. It's been bothering us since we first realized we were naked. Like that's like a weird biblical reference yeah. in a sense. Like, but it's also just like, you know, it's, it's poetic, you know? And it's like, it's about like, vulnerability and like i i worded it specifically to be able to be taken different ways depending on what you want to deal with how you want to deal with it you know yeah i think that a lot of times and i'll I'll tell you i think maybe what like i think the song one of the songs that i think i'm proudest of lyrically is light in the attic and um you know that's a shell silverstein reference um but it goes a little deeper than that too. The attics are typically dark, right? And you've, you you got to turn on the light to see. And, um, you know, I think that a lot of um, people in general spend a lot of energy convincing uh, the world that they are good. You know, they're good people and there's no darkness about them. Um, they've never done a thing wrong. They're the first to like try to cancel somebody or, or whatever, you know? And I think that in reality, I think most of us have a, have a dark side, have, you know, it's a yin and a yang, it's balance and light in the attic uh, for me is a celebration of that dark side or not even a celebration, an acknowledgement of it uh, coming face to face with it, uh, telling the world that it's there. Um, you know, my, my verse in particular is, you know, it's basically just sort of like putting myself on blast, you know, it's look at me, look at me, look at me. I am the knight. I'm crookery. I am the flight of the worker bee. You know, it's like a self-criticism, but it's also like, just like, yo, this is, this is who I am. This is what it is. It's definitely not all sunshine. 
you know, like I'm, I'm as complicated of a human as anybody else is. And right. here's my acknowledgement of that. Yeah, man. This is uh, one I picked, uh, one of my favorites from the record too, uh, Lighting the Attic. Uh, I told you guys, like, this this beat goes hard. Like, it definitely uh, thumps in the car and everything. This is going to, um, I don't, you know, I can't recall uh, anything like this in previously from you guys at all. No. So, like, anything like that to that, that would, you know, you had a couple, you know, but that were had put a little thump in there but like not like this and like in and so it was cool to hear something completely different from you guys like uh and this is one that definitely is turned up loud and and just um was fun to bounce along to yeah it had bangs man yeah. nine tail five stone tiptoe <laughs> <laughs> Follow with a punch, scuffling in a slip, caught him with a fist, pull him out of trouble, had a shovel in a ditch. 
Look at the mess that you left in the kitchen I don't want you to let me catch you slipping But I've been watching you like you've been telling me to While you try to play out of position Easily dodging a head-on collision Don't act like I don't know how to play chicken Peacefully pumping the piston Subs in the trunk and he's bumping the system Comfortably jumping the beat I guess that I just need something to eat Something to chew Look at me looking for something to do Like I'm stuck in a zoo Nothing to prove Stubble and humbly stay on the move In a concrete jungle I'm teaching my son how to hunt for the food Gotta preach on the run and keep speaking I'm the angel in your heart When it's the devil in control I'm the light up in the attic When it's dark up in your soul I'm the metal faced villain I'm the shadow on the sun I'm the midnight marauder When the battle has begun Yeah Who's gonna come to the forefront? Is it gonna be the one with the horns up? Is it gonna be the one with the wings? Do you wanna be the crow that sings? It can't rain all the time, and it can't rain all the time It can't rain all the time, and it can't rain all the time Yeah! Fire it I should say also the hook um, for those, and, and maybe I should, should I spoil this? Yeah, I don't know. So for the nerds out there, um, and for the nerds of a certain age, I suppose I should say uh, the hook. If you've ever seen The Crow, uh, yeah. you know Brandon Lee. Um, the hook is is uh, why well, I, I I took the idea of of that hook for uh, from The Crow. Okay, because I love that movie. Yeah, can't rain all the time. Right. Yeah, <laughs> I kind of, I kind of just ran like so. I, I did a, like almost a like free association with words and thoughts and images, and I was trying to like go out on a limb because I love, I love Shel Silverstein, and I was trying to like tie it all in and make sense, but then I just like tossed that aside and was like, all right, I'm gonna ride across the bridge on an ostrich you know like <laughs> mm-hmm. it has to like and also it's about i mean it's about many things but imposter syndrome too yeah that's yeah. being lost in a foster kid song yeah <laughs> yeah yeah man well again uh find uh garden in the ruins uh on all your uh platforms on november 18th and uh hit that pre-order link uh to get your vinyl copy coming yeah, that coming vinyl, soon. baby yeah that vinyl. Uh, and you can find all earthworms um stuff on your facebook and instagram that's right and uh so get plugged in there and there's a twitter though and I, I tell you what i'm i guess i'm not trying to uh, promote twitter right now yeah yeah, yeah the uh the uh uh, light in the attic it's it's like a cool beat for sure it's got yeah. a you know it's like my verse actually it starts off kind of like slow and then like kind of catches up with the beat at some point and it's like different looks at it you know but i, I really like the, the 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 last part where it's like um Look at the mess that you left in the kitchen. I don't want you to let me catch you slipping, but I've been watching you like you've been telling me to or you're trying to play out of position like I literally that that is partially directed at my son when he's playing soccer. Like I said, I'm his assistant coach, but it's also metaphorical for like whatever else. Like I initially thought it was directed at me. It is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, because I'm a little bossy sometimes. Yeah, yeah. yeah but you know, like, but, but I, I'm good at doing that though. Like, I'm good at like being such a nice guy that it's like makes you reflect on your behavior. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I heard I heard that lyric. I was like, hmm. <laughs> 
I think that's about me. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely had those thoughts, man. Like, uh, you know, you listen to someone and you're like, wait a second, is this, is this about me? Is this about me? <laughs> is this a diss? <laughs> <laughs> you know, but, uh, I've definitely had that cross my mind. Like, uh, yeah, that's funny though. Uh, well, you, uh, I, we, uh, we kind of, drifted from the the video talking about the video for cool running so i want to mention i thought it was fun there's a couple of shots where uh you guys have like big heads yeah that's mm-hmm. that's my favorite part of the video yeah, too yeah. like uh, i think part of that is like i was uh i was really not fully comfortable with my verse yet and like we'd be playing it and i would just be mouthing my my lyrics but like sometimes i'd be like a lot of the time i was wrong about what i was saying <laughs> and so like and it just looks bad if like he times it up and he's got you in sync and then you're like not saying it right it's like well i can't use that footage yeah. so like you know what i'm gonna take this part where you said it right you know three hours later at this other part <laughs> and just put your face over you yeah and then it's also like a like i've it's seen so that i've seen true. that exact exact same technique done in like a prof video yeah. which it was hilarious you know like i think it was like he i think prof complains that it's like one of the like biggest wastes of money he spent like hundred thousand hundreds of thousand dollars on this on this video like going extra in every direction and like and he was like it was a waste of money nobody liked it and i was like dude that video was awesome that made me think you were completely legit don't don't ever fucking regret making that shit it was dope you know so it was interesting like the the whole big head floating over the fucking little body that yeah. shit's hilarious well, i also thought of like uh like i think uh did a ludicrous video like that or something like that yeah. like way back in the day? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, like, like, a, we're at, like big. Dun, yeah. dun, 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 dun. I just, I just think it was, a, it was a fun, it was a fun look on there. Like, and uh, but it wasn't like you know, my business, oh. my business. <laughs> it wasn't over about my business. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it, uh, yeah, very well done video. So check that out on. Uh, breakfast uh music group on on, on, on the youtube yeah, YouTube, yeah. yeah. The uh, so i think uh hopefully we get some more of those man those, uh, i think it's cool seeing you guys and doing some music videos yeah we should do some we god i wish we had time to shoot one this week we just don't but yeah, yeah. we'll we'll get it together I, i'm gonna have the boys out to la hopefully yeah we'll do it out there and uh try to try to get something shot out there we'll do, we'll, maybe trees. we'll set something up next time you come out here yeah yeah or that too i mean we know plenty of people on in, in both places that mm-hmm. can uh that can facilitate that can run thing. an iphone yeah well maybe we'll use real cameras this <laughs> time right, yeah i think the iphone video was was good for what it was i don't maybe want to make it a theme but, yeah you know balling on a budget over here so well, i do i know. mean that's like <laughs> it's also kind of a testament to how good those cameras are now like you know the fact that you can shoot a they have 4k possibilities with the new ones yeah. and stuff i mean like you don't need i mean yeah it's nice to, i mean uh, for what it's yeah. worth i thought we caught some pretty cool angles of yeah. st louis sure. you know like some we weird did. weird like nooks and crannies yeah and we got to give a shout South also City. uh we had help you yeah. know shooting this video um you know uh, jessica jackson a good friend of mine she lives in cincinnati these days but she was she was here for a long time she helped out shortly before she moved back home and uh aaron soroka helped out as well and uh and then shelby carter came through i think he yeah. he held a camera here and there and the dude yeah. we we shot you know like all of us like held held the cameras you know at, at any given time yeah. uh so everybody had a hand in it for sure nice and then travis took the big old mess we gave him and <laughs> turned it into something pretty yeah um <clears throat> yeah man i'm uh so hopefully uh i know we um we got a release party happening 
That's right. Uh, By the time you all hear this, it will have happened. Yeah, hopefully yeah. you were there. Right. Yeah. And uh, hopefully uh, hopefully that's the start of uh, a lot of more shows coming up. It's true. It's a challenge. You know, yeah. I live 3,000 miles away yeah. from here. So it, it's uh, you, we just do it when we can do it, yeah. you know. Um, we're not going to play every month or anything, which, frankly, I've done that for years and years and years. I yeah. don't want to do that yeah. anymore. I, I want to make like, you know, I want it to be a special occasion every time we play. Right. It's not to say I want to play once a year. Uh, I want to play more than that, but um, yeah, there was a there was a series of canceled shows. There were well, yeah, you know, I don't know if you heard, but there was a global pandemic. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 I heard about yeah. that. Yeah, um, yeah, I know it's it's uh, it's I don't know it's some people that have never heard of it, but yeah. Uh, yeah, and there were a series of canceled shows because of that, yeah. and uh, some pretty good ones too. Yeah, and uh, yeah, but you know what happens happens, right? Sure. Uh, and we've now played a few you know, times over the last couple of years, we played Gro- Grove Fest here in St. Louis last year. Thousands of people were there. That was super fun. Um, but then a year went by before we played yeah. another show. And that was just a month yeah. ago at uh four hands brewery. And that was also very fun. And uh, now we have uh, this weekend at yeah. platypus and yeah. uh, super stoked on it. I uh, <clears throat> also, uh, we started talking about uh, the beginning of the show that you guys joined for, um, intellect mc mm-hmm. uh, and i was cool to tie that together too also to the new record that you guys made sure to highlight him yep on this album also that was purposeful uh, yeah which was uh was really nice i mean it's cool like uh, you know it's uh, you've have it you have the um voicemail yeah it's a voicemail yeah. so moff made a mix an earthworms mixtape um i don't know what 2009 or something like that and um we asked like you know a bunch of our friends to call and leave them a a voicemail for the mixtape and intellect was one of them and and that's the voicemail he left yeah and um i don't know if it made it i can't remember if it made it onto the mixtape back then it probably did I, i don't know um but when we were talking about it you know intellect you know his passing was the whole reason we got back together and um, we wanted to pay tribute to that. And, and Moff still had uh, that recording. Yeah. Um, and so he dug it up and, and we used it. Yeah. I thought that was really cool. It was, <laughs> it was like, it was just, uh, you know, it's nice to see um, those moments. Um, you know, I, I think there's one, one of my favorites. Um, there's a, uh, group Blue October. I don't know if you guys are familiar with them much, but they're, mm-hmm. they have a song called Hate Me that was like their huge hit for them. And, but there's like a Justin, the lead singer, who's kind of struggled with, uh, you know, addiction and different things over the years. And what an artist. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, there's a voicemail from his mom calling to check on him and, uh, you know, saying, hey, I hope you're doing good and all this stuff. And it's just like, it's really, like, I mean, it really pulls on the heartstrings. I guess like, but it's like so beautiful, well done, like that it's in there and it's on this recording and everybody gets to celebrate it, like, you know, all, over all these years. And yeah. You know, it's like, um, there's lots of happy things, but like, it's, it's really like art, art reflects like not just happy emotions, like yeah, good art sometimes sure. like captures like true sadness in a way they kind Some of put of the that in yeah, yeah that's what i mean like yeah, I, yeah so I, that makes sense to me like yeah. that's that sounds pretty but i just i just think it's cool deep. like you have that and you can have now it's now we're sharing it with the world and stuff and like um so i, I kind of i wish i had 
save some of those voicemails from my mom and stuff you know it's like that kind of thing that makes, yeah. makes me wish i had some of those recordings and stuff and uh that's kind of actually really like the the uh i've talked about in the past but like uh kevin smith talked about it at a, i saw him at a the pageant did like a q a thing and and that's what he talked about doing the podcast and that he records all the time with his mom and that's you know like and he says something along the lines of like that the when the mind starts to slip like the first memories to go are like the sounds of somebody's voice mm. and like the, now he has like all this audio preserved uh, digitally and that of of them talking and things like that and i was like and i really like resonated big time weight weight on me that i'm like man i i wanted to start doing more with friends and family and and have all this stuff and like i've you know since doing the show i've lost a lot of friends that have been on and and it's kind of it's you know it's fun to reflect on a happier time when they were they you know hear how, oh, pa- yeah, hear yeah. how passionate they were talking about their music and stuff and mm, for sure so it's uh anyway and just like long way going it's, it's cool to have that recording and uh, we have this uh so you know at least you can share intellect mc with everybody today so and a little uh little easter egg there as well um we placed that voicemail very specifically where it is on the record uh it's the second to last track because the last track has uh, Adverb Superb and T Menace on it, and Intellect and Adverb Superb, Darren, were in a group, a very legendary St. Louis hip hop group called In Limbo uh, back in the 90s. And uh, they were incredible. And um, I remember seeing them, you know, back when I was super young and thinking, like, holy shit, could I ever be as good as these dudes? And and so we put that voicemail from Intellect uh, right before the song that uh, mm-hmm. that adverb. Shout out to Darren. Yeah, yeah. yeah he, he gave me a bunch of beats and kind of told me that he really liked what I was doing. Like the first time I ever recorded anything with Earthworms, real early on in my, I guess my career as an MC, you know. And uh, I still, I still haven't really done much with them. We we used them for for. Uh, that one, that one song that we did with uh, that guy from Chicago. Oh, haiku. Yeah, haiku. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, that, yeah. so this whole record really like does a great job of marrying the old and the new. I mean, like you're saying, you got some influential MCs uh, for you guys, and you know, and we got we got like Zach, we got like you know, a young guy coming up. Uh, you got. Uh, Zach, yeah, Zach, yeah, Zach, Zach Bishop, Zach Bishop, and, man. And, uh, you got, uh, you know, we're we're taking, you know, old uh, Earthworm style and mixing it with new, mm. uh, new beats and stuff too. So it's just like really, uh, I think like so. There's something there for everybody. That's what I'm saying too. Like there's for sure, man. So don't want to do something because of nostalgia. I want to mm-hmm. do something because it's like vital. Yeah. Because it's it speaks to what's going on now and it makes my heart beat. You yeah, know? man. Uh, nostalgia is great. I love, you know, I fucking love nostalgia as much as anybody, but I don't want to make art based on nostalgia anymore. You know, not yeah. at all. I also like, uh, you know, the, you know, as an artist, you're constantly wanting to create, you know, new and stuff. And like, I've been listening to like a lot of stuff, podcasting and things and where they kind of talk about some of the, some of those like classic records. Well, at the time, uh, you know, like they weren't super, you know they weren't classic because they weren't they they were 
I think particularly, and even though it's kind of uh, controversial now, talk, I mentioned the name with Kanye West, like when some of those records that when he was creating, he was, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, who? Uh, he's a, he's a, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, well, he was making, that's what he was making music for the future kind of thing. Like, and that's what I thought was like some of those records at the time, like people didn't really get. And then all of a sudden now it's like, you know, a year later they're like, Oh, I get it now. Like now it's, you got you. There's yeah. There's like an ebb and flow to it yeah. too. You know, it's like, um, but you're right. Like, cause that, that was one of the things that I liked about hip hop was like, it wasn't so guitar centric and it was like taking and mining these like little gems of moments that happened in the middle of like a big band or like a, an old jazz song that didn't really have that kind of rhythm. But like, if you take this piece of it and overlap it and loop and it, loop it yeah. and suddenly you got this fucking in, really interesting uh, riff that you've never heard, you know, and then you put interesting lyrics over it's, it. You make it into something new and that's, yeah. that's, that's the, the, exactly. the art form, man. Right. That's where and, it comes and, from. and so, but you know, at the same time, it's like, it's like, uh, you know, um, like some of my favorite artists, two of my favorite artists and I don't have a lot of favorite artists. I listen to like albums like yeah. over and over again when I like something, but like Andre 3000 and prof, you know, yeah. um, both basically like took what they were doing and tried to evolve it further and further into like basically just music and singing and, sure. you know, like emotions put into you know, a sonic form kind of thing. Like, and it's Andre's uh, the goat, man. Yeah, yeah, dude. He's, I mean, he's, you know, pretty much, I, I, yeah, he's probably one of my favorite artists. Andre's the goat. And you know what? Big Boy is, is right there. Yes, right yes. There they're with they're him. rivals I mean, and like, com, you know. Yeah. Uh, but Andre, man, there's something of, I mean, damn. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. I've dude, never, I just, I've I love the way he'll um, leave like the hanging line, you know, as like, like the the first line of a phrase as the last line in the stand, you know, in a uh, a, ver or a, mm -hmm. a rhyme, you know, like a, a line. Outcast is one of those groups. I just, I mean, I cannot get sick of them. Yeah. I don't listen to them every day anymore like I used to. But when I hear an Outcast song, like I turn that shit up. Oh yeah, yeah. They're they're the goats. So that's sort of where I, you know I'm trying to uh, I'm trying to expand what I'm doing too because I don't want to yeah, just man. keep doing this. I, although I feel comfortable. And right now I'm like in a, in a groove of where like writing new stuff isn't is difficult and I'm less distracted and I'm feeling some momentum art artistically like so I want to keep you know keep creating um and but at the same time it's kind of it's kind of hard to like you got to keep pushing the envelope to a degree you kind of you got to break new ground and look for like where the frontier is and kind of try to ride that crest and, and at the same time be true to yourself and and like still do what you're you're doing and like take what you learned and try to play around with it you know a lot of uh, a lot of people can just write and write and they've got a stockpile of, of lyrics or songs or whatever um i'm i'm a person who writes specifically for projects yeah um i generally don't just write to write i i usually like to have a project in mind even if it's just a one-off song like i know i know where this song's going or i know what i want to do with it you know this is going to be a single and i'm writing for this purpose you i see know that, I mean? that that actually is part of the reason that we make a good team is because he has like a vision and he can follow that and then i am really good at reacting and editing you know mm -hmm. um, no it's true yeah do you guys like when 
And Moff's good at scratching. Yeah, yeah. Moff, yeah. Moff put together like a fucking just a series of like like montages like in scratching form like in in like the it's, it's basically like our third MC this album. You know? Well, speaking of third MC, you got to give a shout out to Kama. He, yeah, uh, he uh, he lives in LA. We hang out sometimes mm-hmm. out there, but he's uh, he's he's not. He didn't take part in this new record. He's on the first three. He's you know big part of the group Earthworm Forever. Shout out to my brother Justin. Um, and he uh, yeah he's just busy in life. He hasn't he hasn't been rapping for like ten years, and he's a dog trainer to you know a bunch of celebrities and things like that, and extremely into that's his life these days. Uh, he gave us his blessing to move forward as Earthworms and whatnot. Got to give him a shout out for sure. Yeah, 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 yeah man. Uh, well. Uh, yeah, I'm excited that you guys are back and with brand new tunes, and uh, it's just exciting times, man. It's cool to see, um, and uh, again, I'm pumped uh, to get a copy on on vinyl. Rock that at the house. Yeah, me too. Shake Marijuana speakers legal, and cigarettes aren't cool. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah, I think we uh, I think we kind of touched on. Uh, uh, that last time about uh, medicine man and stuff yeah, you know it's like a, you know, that was an oblique Andre 3000 yeah, reference right. I apologize yeah. <laughs> but I think uh, I think I, I mentioned medicine man and it's just kind of weird that uh, again you guys are kind of um, yeah predicting looking the future looking far into the, <laughs> looking far yeah. into the horizon it's funny when know? we do that song now because we generally we pull that one out right yeah. uh, that's just a good live song yeah. and, and um, love that beat shout out to Ben Bounce but uh when we when we do that song now, it's like a relic because yeah. you know it's about your your local weed dealer. <laughs> it's like and now, ah, I remember when you had to yeah, and now be you're ashamed local, to smoke weed. <laughs> like and now there's a there's a pot shop around the corner from my apartment. Yeah, you know what I mean. You go to the store right. and you buy the weed at the store, and uh, so it's kind of like it's very you know it's it's a it's a time capsule. Yeah. that one. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's my little brother does. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, right on. Yeah. Legally. It's not a bad life, I know. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. it's weird, actually. I'm not going to lie, it's weird. Yeah, I think it was, uh, I think Jim Brewer had a bit about, like, trying to explain to his kids about, you know, going, you know, to meet a guy on the street and buying a, you know, bag of all stuff. Like, I don't know, just funny, like, totally trying to explain to the the youth that now where you can just legally walk into a store and buy it and yeah oh man these kids don't know how good they have i mean i i can pause tv shows yeah try to explain that pause a tv show like hey hey your mom asked you to do something and you can pause this yeah and then come back and it'll be where it was like that wasn't a thing in my childhood so i don't want any problems do what she said i don't want any problems yeah man that's uh, that's that's it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, very cool. Uh, again, get plugged in with Earthworms. Hopefully, we'll get some more shows uh, filling up the calendar here soon. And um, but uh, appreciate you guys taking some time to do this, man. Yeah, man, it was great. It's great ca- catching up with you. And uh, thanks for having us, man. Absolutely, anytime. I'm, that's always a. Uh, it's always cool to get to sit down and and uh, just you know, like I said, I, I look at this shows. It's a fun way to document all this stuff and and, and uh, archive what's happening in St. Louis music, and so it's fun to have uh, any time where I can hang out with my buddies and talk a brand new record and everything else. So 
between you and Tony Willingham at Beyond FM, like you yeah. guys are the archives of uh, modern St. Louis music. You right. guys really are. And, you know, I think years down the road, people are going to look back at your contributions and it's going to be like Library of Congress important <laughs> to like this city. Uh, it really, truly mean that because you're, you're, you're capturing um, art in real time and, you know, the, by, by the people who make it and uh, talking about it uh, as it's brand new and fresh. And, um, you know, you're capturing like time periods, you know, the last time we spoke was before any of us ever dreamed, none of our wildest dreams included a fucking pandemic that shut down the world. You know, like that is something that has occurred in between then and now. Mm -hmm. And so like those two talks, you know, I'd, I'd be interested in hearing that last interview. I haven't heard it in three and a half years. So, yeah, like, sure. uh, you know, those two, that talk and this talk are going to be wildly different, like the tone and everything, <laughs> right. the things that have happened in the world since then, you know. So, you're really capturing, like, moments in time. Yeah. You've been doing this for years, man. It's I, it's really important work you're doing. Oh, thanks, man. Yeah. I really appreciate that. Yeah, yeah man. It's, it's cool, you know, like, um, like you were saying, having – having conversations with people that were eventually like these conversations, you know, years down the road be some, something that, you know, you know, people will be looking up and, and finding and have, and it'll be there, you know, and like you, you'll be able to hear their voice and stuff like yeah. that and, and get that perspective. And it's, it's well, pretty and then it'll be like one of those virtual reality worlds we live in <laughs> oh, where yeah. you, all you got to do is raise your hand and a screen appears in front of you, yeah. you know, that it's translucent <laughs> and you just like, you know, start moving your fingers around to Tony like Stark. access the different. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah I, lo yeah, I love totally. It's going to be Tony Stark. Like too. <laughs> yeah, man. Now I, uh, yeah, big shout out to Tony. He's my, my dude too. Uh, so yeah, um, if you aren't, uh, whenever you're not listening to the rock fair podcast, be sure to tune into beyond FM. Beyond so, FM. Yeah, that's right. But, uh, right on. I'll let you guys get out of here. Uh, but thank you for spending some time with me today. Thanks for uh, f flying in here, Matthias, for the show today. And yeah, you know, uh, my pleasure. Man. I got to get on a plane right after this. Yeah. Shout out to Ariel, Johnny, and Willow. <laughs> yeah. And yo, while I got your ears, check out breakfastmusicgroup.com. Yo, breakfast. Um, we got lots and lots of music on there. Great, oh, yeah. great artists. Big ups uh, to Gorilla. Big up to Gorilla, and uh, and Chris and Andrew and the whole squad um we have a really special thing going on and and it's all heart and soul so check us out yeah shout out to doug surreal yeah our brother and and moff out there putting in work <laughs> yeah you know opportunity knocks gotta answer the door he answers the door a lot. I know. He's, 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 <laughs> he, he keeps the foot in it. Yeah, he does. He does. <laughs> yeah, he's a hustler. That's right. All right. Thanks, guys. Yeah, thank Thanks, you, sir. Jane. Bye, everybody. Later. Later.